0: Hi, I'm Sean, and this is, this
1: is Smartless. Wait, By no, the no, way, no, there's no, not, Sean, just there's,
2: one at a time. It was, okay, just start so, again. Oh, just yeah, do it one more time. God. God. Go. Hi. My name is Will. R.
0: No, oh, I'm so yeah, no, no, good. You, no, you,
1: know,
2: you can't do okay. half. I was going to do, and also that's my name. syllables. Okay, so,
1: okay. I. No. Oh, my God. No wonder they call this show SmartLess. (laughs) There you go.
3: SmartLess.
0: SmartLess. SmartLess. Will, before you hopped on, uh, Jason and I were talking about timeliness and being on time. I said, you know, sometimes I go to the doctor's office 15 minutes late on purpose so that I can cover the 15-minute wait I would have had to do had I been on time. Right. you do
1: that? Um, no? No, I don't.
2: Will doesn't go to the doctor. He, um, his, his religion doesn't allow him to.
1: Right?
2: <laughs> but saying, well, here we go.
1: Great. Well, now we're going to get the letters. Here come Always the letters.
2: Herbs, right? You just do it with herbs and...
1: um and, you uh, herbs and you spices. Talk the, you talk to the planets. And I do my crystals, as you know. And, um, <laughs> crystals, you know, were you ever into yeah. crystals? You were totally into crystals. No way. No, right? I was more of a coke guy. Crystal was just too extreme for me. <laughs> Guys, we're having a blast. We're having a blast. Uh, uh no, did you ever do you believe in you, you ever had your, uh, your fortune read like with tarot cards? You ever done that, Sean? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think a long time ago. Wait, sorry. Yeah. I, that was for Sean, but Jason, go ahead. you there. Yeah, go. You, Insert story. Well, listen,
2: if you must know, um, yeah. you know, I'm I'm married to a wonderful woman. Let me just uh, you yes, know, I love her. Uh, Let me just start with a qualifier. Yeah. You know, she she and I, I will say, I, I I'm not I'm not allergic to this whole notion of astrology and uh, no. oh, now, really? I don't I don't let it really? guide what I do, but it it sometimes it's kind of a fun, helpful uh confirmer. Right, mm-hmm. uh, potentially. Anyway, you don't believe so, that though, because it's all, it's, all, it's all generally speaking. Well, I was I was very circumspect about the whole thing as a, a caveman like me. I got is. circumspect
1: too uh, when I was born. Yeah, no, I had a great doctor. Yeah.
2: Just beautiful, beautiful work. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, but the um, the uh, the woman that I was with, well, girl that I was with for eight years before uh, Amanda. Um, yeah. Oh, I should say, young lady. Uh, we were yeah, in our sure. teens and
1: twenties.
2: Uh, she yeah, went we get
1: you get you get a lot of pushback. I've I've seen pushback for using different terms. Uh, yeah. I've seen specifically us, and I know that you don't mean any harm by it. You no, no, actually just I'm mean, just trying to yeah. keep
2: up. You know, yeah. Um, so uh, so she went. She she would see an astrologist um, and mm-hmm. did so for the full eight years we were together. Now often. My name would come up in her thing, um, mm-hmm. and this woman, and, and then I, I consequently went in there, you know, because my, my, my girlfriend, you know, got me a session or two. This woman's record, as far as accuracy goes, with forecasting the future and what, and sure. to look up, was 95% for eight okay. full years. Now, hang on, here's the weird part. When I started going out with Amanda, my current yeah. wife, which was only a few years after um, me and the uh, the young lady, she was seeing the same woman. And so I now have been wow. with Amanda for 20 years. Yeah. Loved every minute of it. Sure. I'm still seeing this woman. That's what every-
1: you said last Thursday. That's well, well, you no, 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 Will. When
2: well, you called that me out. frantically <laughs> no, last Thursday. No, 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 Will, 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 Will. Yeah. So, I've, so, so now I've got 30 years of this woman's record. Still, ninety-five percent accurate. Okay, but as so f- of what? It's Ninety-five percent right of, of predicting of saying, the future. Of saying, uh, to watch out for the middle of December. There's going to be a situation that, w- and there's some specifics to it that are indisputably non-vague. And well, like what? And- like
1: your chicken salad is going to come, and the chicken's going to be overcooked, <laughs> stuff like that. Well, not now, no,
0: but close.
2: Yeah.
1: because oh, don't close. you think
0: if there's somebody out there that's that correct all the time that we'd
1: know about it
2: like why well but that's why you know about astrology i'm you telling think that you they'd be richer it's... they'd be
1: billionaires by the way every time i see one of those i drive by i always go i knew that was going to be there I heard a male laugh from our s-
2: know, surprise because guest. he,
1: he, he loves slash hates my terrible jokes and, and has for a long time
2: well who doesn't because
1: I know that he's addicted to terrible jokes himself which is mm-hmm. just such a delightful quality right up my alley our guest today uh, I didn't know this he was born in Mississippi he was born in Mississippi I've known him for a number of years I did not know this uh, grew up in New York State and he originally started out in show business as a musician. He was a drummer for many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he parlayed that. He started to uh, uh, perform in a lot more comedies and sketch comedies, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I, as, soon as, I, as soon as I name, I start listing his credits. You're going to know who he is. So it's a race to like just getting it all out as okay, much as I you know. can. Okay, Well, go slow because I want to yeah. guess. Put it this way, one of my favorite stories that, and I, 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 I do want to talk to him about this, is that he had a brother who lived in East Berlin, and he used to he told me stories about going to visit him, going through Checkpoint Charlie to visit his brother, a, mm-hmm. which is a very unique. Okay, so this experience. is not a this is not a young guest. He's about our, he's about our age. Jim Neighbors. Is it Jim? This Neighbors. Is Jim Neighbors? <gasps> it's not Jim Neighbors. Jim, reveal your camera. Uh, no, but but do not reveal. Uh, he's uh, he's been nominated for many Emmys for for writing. Um, he has uh, he's nominated for. Uh, he, he actually received a, a Grammy nomination for best comedy album. Oh. Um, he was uh, a Saturday Night Live cast member for eleven years. He's created a bunch of shows, one of which is one of the funniest shows uh, in, the, in, in memory called Portlandia. It's one of my oh favorite my gosh, people of all time. It's shit, Fred
2: Armisen. Comedy royalty. Oh, there he is. He is, is. our
3: friend. Wow. Oh, look, he's back oh, in, in East Berlin. It, it looks like you showered. So. Did you shower today? I, did, I actually, I just did. I, I just did take a shower. I'm in London right now. Oh, you are? Oh, oh wow. no. Yeah. What are you doing there? So we're only we're only allowed to take showers at night here. <laughs> um, it, that's how they're doing lockdown. They're doing lockdown like with showers and like with water and stuff. So no
1: way. What a weird. Yeah. And there's no science behind it. They're just they just came up with that. They just wanted a rule of some kind. Right. <laughs>
3: They were like, let's just make up the
2: rule. <laughs> this is this is just a real all-star booking here, Will. Uh, I, I just, Will.
3: I just well, Will, you've really done this it. Is fantastic.
1: Fred is one of my favorite people of all Likewise. time. Likewise. You don't like him more than I do. You don't like him more than Fred, I do. Fred you are universally known now. You're you're very well known as a comedian and as a performer and as a writer, but what people don't know is you're maybe the greatest texter, joke texture of all yes. time. <laughs> this is true. I
2: wanna I wanna receive you know,
1: people who know Fred should Share stories of texts they receive from Fred at various times. Yeah. I've I've read your texts out loud. I friends.
2: have not. And I have not received Jason, any. Jason,
3: we just haven't, we haven't kept in touch like that. Well, oh, come on. Uh, well, first of all, you're all all my favorite people. Mm-hmm. I I love this podcast. I really do. I love you guys. I've worked with all of you. Are you saying goodbye right I think now? I've, I've worked Are you a, saying goodbye? Yeah. <laughs> we just started. No, because it's so late here. It's, oh, it's, it's so late. Well, it's so it's great to so have so late. you. No, but I've worked. I've worked with all you guys. Yeah, isn't that crazy?
0: (sighs) Is this past your bedtime? Late or no? Is it almost bedtime?
3: Um, it is. And what are you doing there? It's nine o'clock at night. I'm I'm shooting a a show here. Uh, You know Matt Berry, the comedian Matt Berry. Of course, yeah, Uh, yeah. So I'm doing that for like a, a week. No way. Yeah.
1: He's great. Matt, Matt Berry is a hilarious guy. He had a, a really funny show called Toast of London, but but before that he was an incredible performer. He's been done amazing things for years. He's a yeah. profoundly funny guy. I've only really, met him really once, funny. I think, but yeah. Uh so that's fun.
2: Are are you pardon my ignorance here, but you'll You'll, if you don't know already, I'm an Indian. Just in and general, I'm, yeah, I'm usually in a cave. What is the status of Portlandia? Are you in the middle of that? Are you done with that? Are you? No, no,
3: we finished it like uh, a couple years ago. Okay, we so did you're... eight. We did eight seasons, and um, yeah. and that was it. We just Man, that show was good. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Now, do you want to do another one like that, or
2: did you just like that was just too special, too great? I don't even want to try.
3: Too special. I don't even want to try. That was yeah. like the, a, a perfect mix of getting to work with carry and getting to be in Portland and and all that stuff. So it was like it was it was just it was just perfect. It's it's it, everything that I ever wanted.
2: But but that was uh you, you were you that was your baby. Do you want to continue making babies?
1: Like like yeah. would you you would okay. never consider doing like Silver like Andia, right? No,
3: so not, nice. Nice. Work. Maybe. Nice. Yeah. Thanks. No, he's got. Sorry. My, no. That would be stuff. Eagle
1: Rock. Sorry. It would be Eagle Rock Landia. Sorry. Or that, Highland
3: Park. Yeah. Highland
1: Park Andia. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. Sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, th- sorry. Excuse me for my 2004 reference. Uh-huh. No, that's
3: okay. But um, what feels nice, what feels good, is that I feel I felt so good about Portlandia that whatever the next show I get to do that, that comes along. Um, I'll be psyched
2: about right, but it's like until then you'll you'll do you'll do actor for hire stuff, but because that was a lot of heavy lifting that you were doing. Yeah, on that, yes. right, and and so that it's was probably nice yeah. to just sit in your trailer and wait for them to call for first hand. Yes, yeah,
0: you were true. so nice to have me on Portlandia. It's one of my favorite all-time shows. It was such a I laughed. Oh, you were so great. hard doing wait,
2: that, Sean. You were on it.
0: Yes, it was God so funny. We we did a sketch it. where we got bad art for coffee shop walls.
3: You and know how like uh, coffee shops always have terrible art, terrible yeah, of paintings. course.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. we had to look through a bunch of a bunch of them to find the worst art.
1: Jason, you you and I are the only people that Fred knows who he'd never asked to be on Portlandia. So it says a lot about what uh-huh. he knows. No, I
3: think Will I think Will, we did ask you couldn't make it and deal. you couldn't do it.
1: Yes. The one time I couldn't do
3: it. So Jason was the only one who's not. Yeah. Okay. Jason, I'm Good. Jason, you well, are you, you busy know. enough? Yeah.
2: Well, how about you let's start with texts. How about just a text?
3: I would love to text with you. I would love to Yeah, you know,
1: by the way. Fred and I did this movie called The Rocker years ago, like with like Bradley Cooper and Sadakis and, and Rain Wilson, a bunch of people. And we, we were there for like a week, two, day, two weeks, something like that. And that was like, I don't know, 2005 or six, right?
3: Yeah, Toronto. We shot it in Toronto. Tor- and
1: we were shooting in Toronto. So Sean, he sends me a text. This is from Fred from like two years ago, like 2019. I'm in Toronto. Hey, is the Rocker production office still open? Maybe I'll go say hi. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> 15 years. But isn't there, like, don't you feel like that should happen? Like, there should always be, like, some little office somewhere that they're like, hey, just in case. (laughs) If you have some receipts to bring back or something. We got
1: some of the props in case you need to get pickups. (laughs) We're here. Fred used to do this thing. Uh, Amy used to tell me all the time when when they were doing SNL, Fred would, and and the bigger the star, the better. They'd do, like, the read-through, like, the first, you know, uh, the first pitch in Lauren's office, and then Fred would go up to, like, you know, Tom Hanks or Tom Cruise, whatever, and go, um, hey, can I get your cell number really quick?
2: <laughs> right out of the gate.
3: Right yeah. out of the gate. I think I tried to do it to Al Gore because, you know, he was, like, in the government. <laughs> hey and let me get a number one.
0: Fred, you seem to be, like, the most the most calm you're always so calm and collected and kind and generous. Do you, have you ever raised your voice or screamed or yelled at anybody in your life?
3: Yeah, sure I
2: have. Well, then, so, so then you've caught it, too. I caught it. It's like, I caught it. it. It's a virus. It's an anger virus.
3: Um, there was one guy walking a dog. I was in Chicago. A guy was walking his dog. A cat came out in front of it, and he kicked the cat.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. No way.
3: <laughs> out of the That's way. Awful. That's and awful. I freaked out. I yeah. freaked out. Yeah, good. Yeah, so good. see, now
2: that guy deserved... He That's had it justified. coming. Yeah, If somebody has it coming, I will make it very clear how badly yeah. you deserve this. I mean, I will I will at least articulate... And what did you do? You just screamed
1: your head off at him? Yeah. I talk yeah. about this idea all the time, though, with, with a buddy of mine. We talk about this idea of, you know, having to go to anger management. And, of course, the the kind of the workaround is don't get angry in the first place because now you're just managing... You're just trying to manage those feelings. And if you can get to the other side of the equation so that you don't get mad in the first place and people say, well, that's easy enough. But it's kind of true. I don't want to be in a position where I'm having emotions and feelings that I don't like and now I have to manage those. I don't want to get there in the first place.
3: I I just want to say something really, really quick about anger. And I'm not saying this is a good thing to do. Is that um, I sometimes... The most angry I get is if I have to wait somewhere too long. Say, say I go to a restaurant and for whatever reason, nothing against the restaurant, they're too busy, they're understaffed. The way I uh, sometimes express my anger is I just leave. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll just simmer for a while. I'm like, oh, God, I'm so hungry. right? And then I'll go, I'm done. I'm just going to go. That's how a monster,
1: what a monster, what a monster you are. But
2: if I may, that is something that's like, so that's your own thing. So you're getting frustrated. You wish that they were on time. They are not on time. And so you're being accountable for your level, your short, your short level of, of, of patience. Right. So I get that. Only during hunger. Yeah. Right. But if somebody does something that is wrong, are you supposed to pretend it didn't happen or ignore it or walk away? Like, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know how, what to do with that. I'm too
3: afraid of violence to like Well, but I mean, let's, a-
2: let's assume somebody's not going to punch you out. I mean, I, I'm assuming that, you know, we're all civil and, you know, they need to be called out on something. So they don't do that same thing to you again.
3: Well, you're... You're making me a little angry uh, that you're. Yes, yeah, see, uh, <coughs> I, I'm not letting this go. Mm. No, no, you're no, not great. letting it go, and I'm. Mm. J- I'm really trying to get. I'm trying to talk to these guys. Mm.
1: Okay, Fred. Yeah. Fred. Okay, Fred. Just cool it for one, se- Fred, because Fred's getting vis- visibly agitated. It's just. And, sorry. Go ahead, Fred. I cut you. It's off. all
3: right. Let's just get through these questions real fast. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> Oh, let's just contractually we have to do this so let's yeah you know, we have to get to at least 45 minutes none, none yeah. of us want to let's just, just let's stay let's civil
1: none of us let's say- none of us want to <laughs> wait 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 Fred so Fred tells me so years ago we're, we're working in, and Fred goes we're talking about East Berlin and he's like yeah I, I was in East Berlin I go like, what do you mean he goes well my, my brother lives there and and he goes, yeah, I went across. And I was so crazy. I remember you told me a story like going camping and then the, like, they came and checked up on you, like the military or whatever.
3: Yeah, this is like the 80s when like yeah. you know both sides were uh, super paranoid. And so uh, my dad had uh, a son before he came to the States. He, he was in Germany. And uh, he, my uh, half-brother, Fabrizio, was raised in East Germany. So he couldn't leave, the Berlin Wall and everything. So I went to go visit him. Cross through the, you know, you go through Checkpoint Charlie, and they, like, st- go through your passport and stamp everything. I was a teenager. And sure enough, when you're there, the Stasi really do kind of, like, keep an eye on you. They're polite, mm. but they just, they're around a lot. Yeah. And I was camping uh, up in the northern part of East Germany, and they just, you know, open up the you know, this, this zipper of the tent. <laughs> And they sort of let me see your passport. Hello. And what they do is they read your no passport way. back to you. You are Fred Armisen. You live in, you know, and that and that's it. But I have another, uh-huh. I have another part of this story, Will. Yeah. I might have told, you know what? I think I did tell you about this. Tell me, tell me, tell me. I went back to what is, what used to be East Berlin. And I visited Fabrizio's mom. All right. That's my dad's ex. Mm. She went to the Stasi Center to see what they, you know, what information they had on her. I think I told you this. And she showed me, she made photocopies of pages of books of what they had about her. It's, you know, it's like us going to the CIA or something. And they had photos of the inside of her refrigerator when she wasn't (gasps) home.
0: No way. No
3: way. Photos of just people coming and going and all that stuff. But also like, she's like, look what they took pictures of. Why?
1: So you know what the, so as you know and That's right, amazing. and Fred, sorry, we talked about this because then I read that book on the Stasi I read one that you you told me about no, and then no. I told you about one. No, I told you about
3: one. You told me about that one that yeah.
1: I read, yeah. Yeah. And so what they would do is when when the wall came down, if you were East German, you were allowed to whatever files they had not destroyed. You were allowed to go and requisition them and look at your file. And what people found out was friends, neighbors, family were spying on them. Oh, so remember yeah. Katarina Witt, the skater? I saw this documentary. She looked at her file finally, and in it, it said that her training partner, who is her lifelong friend, this guy, had been informing on her all her life oh wow and it divided them of course and they haven't spoken since it was very controversial and so that's not surprising that your mom i didn't you i don't think you did tell me that and now you're you're
0: starring in the single camera comedy version of that aren't you
2: yeah
3: it's so funny yeah it's
2: isn't it called at my vits end or is did that not clear yeah
3: yeah at my Vincent. Yeah, end. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. With a shrug. Yeah.
2: Um. You know, I wonder. I don't. I don't want to get political here. Uh. But
1: it, I like. Oh, let's do it.
2: Yeah. no, let's do you it. You want to we, debate? We've, we've covered anger, and now let's do this, and then we're gonna do religion right afterwards. Um,
1: take a position, and then Fred, you take the other position. Go, right, Batman, you, go. Okay.
2: Um. I wouldn't. it, I would probably be very healthy for, for everybody in this country to know how crazy it is in a lot of parts of this world so that they would appreciate even, you know, for as oblong as as stuff in our country is sometimes, yeah. it's still friggin' fantastic and we're all one, even though we don't, like maybe it would just be a nice unifier. I know at least me just going out of the country and vacationing and having a great time, I, when I come back America's never been more beautiful to me. Yeah. But like when you hear stories about like how did governments get to a point where they actually recruit your family members to spy. I mean granted that was back in the Cold War but uh, you know it's still it it happens around the and world. It's, not,
3: it's it's in my lifetime. It's
2: yeah.
3: not you know it's a long time ago but not it's in my memory and also that I couldn't meet my half brother because he couldn't leave. There was a mm-hmm. wall. They had yeah. a physical wall that he just, you know.
1: Wait, so you never met your
3: your brother? Oh yeah, yeah. No, now we're now we're in touch. Now I've visited him and stuff.
1: Now you wish there was a wall. Now you wish they put the wall back up. <laughs> am, right. right. hey, am I right or right. am I wrong? Right. Oh, am this I, guy, Fabrizio. Right. Right. I was thinking about
3: being political. I was
1: thinking, Freddie, about your character, uh, what was his name? Nicholas Fenn? Oh,
3: Nicholas Fane. Yeah. Nicholas
1: Fane. Oh my God. Do you remember that character Freddie used to do on S N L where he would <laughs> he was a political comedian? Yes. <laughs> no. So funny. Oh so my funny. God. <laughs> And he was just, he couldn't finish a sentence. And he would, he would he'd like pull out the, like the New York Times and the, like the Wall Street Journal. And he'd go like, here we go, here we go. People, um, New York State says they adjust the budget. I was thinking about you guys when I saw that. So, and then he would just never finish what he <laughs> No
0: thought was ever finished. You know, and then, it would, and then it would taper off and do, you know, I had an uncle and it had nothing to do with yeah. what was being
2: said. <laughs> and we will be right back.
0: Smartlist gets support from Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. They create long lasting moments that make memories and connections that will last well beyond the trip. Viator is the place to go to book memorable travel experiences. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. I remember a couple years ago, I went on vacation with Jason and a bunch of other friends to the Bahamas, and it was really, really great. I I made tons of memories. I still talk about it with Jason. So go travel. It's fun. And it's true. They really create memories. Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. With over 300,000 bookable experiences to choose from in over 190 countries, so there's something for everyone. Download the Viator app now and use code VIATOR10 for 10% off your first booking. One app, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Hey there, smartless listener. I'm here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Now it's easy to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. Whether you're searching for unique recipe platters, cookware, or outdoor grill accessories for the chef in your life, they've got it all. From 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming, There's something for everyone on Etsy. You may even know a pickleballer looking to jazz up their gear. With Gift Mode, you'll be able to find a personalized gift that will make them feel special. A gifting moment is always around the corner, but whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode now. We'd like to thank Organic Valley for their support. We've all wandered the grocery store looking for the best dairy products, right? Only to be stuck with an overwhelming number of options. With Organic Valley... You can feel good choosing their dairy products. Organic Valley Dairy doesn't come from big factory farms. Their products are ethically sourced from small family farms where cows spend lots of time grazing outside on organic pasture. They're headquartered in Wisconsin. Hi, Tracy. So you know they know how to make great dairy. Organic Valley sent me a lovely gift basket. I opened it. Right away, I chugged the milk. No joke. I think I was having a peanut butter sandwich that day. It was like perfect. I even had a little bite of the cottage cheese and... It was creamy and delicious. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you enjoy great-tasting organic dairy, you'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. To find Organic Valley dairy near you, visit OV.coOP.
2: Now I'm sure you get this question a lot, so I apologize. But just hearing that story, it made me think. Like, you, do you you have to m- miss the the sort of the lab, the factory of? You can just think up some crazy character like that, and you can get it on its feet, and maybe even make it to national broadcast by Saturday, and then it's gone. Like, do you do you do you do you miss being in that weekly environment and opportunity?
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I did it for long enough that yeah. I'm not like. Pining to you know sure. go back in time in that way, but yeah, I do miss not having that that uh, immediacy yeah, of, yeah, of just yeah. like any dumb idea. Right. All of a sudden was being not, not also not it, not just it being produced, but you're getting to do it with your friends, right? right. And then they're adding to it and they're they're laughing and um, hmm. yeah, I mean that was just like right away.
1: What was that process for you, Fred? Because I'm I'm a little unclear. So you. I'm right that you were, of course, you still are a musician and you were a drummer. And then you, where did, how did you start doing sketch? Like, where did that come in?
3: I just started doing, I played drums in in bands for a long time and wasn't getting very far. It was a lot of work and we'd go on tour and not that many people would come out. But when I started doing comedy, like making these little videos and stuff, this is pre-internet. I just got asked to do more and more stuff. And then mm-hmm. I would do like some kind of stand-up where like I would do a character um, at Largo or something, and then, <laughs> and then I had enough uh, tape to um, uh, audition for SNL. Part of that, by the way, was a pilot that Bob Odenkirk did um, oh. called "Next: a Sketch mm-hmm. show. And who
1: was in that with you?
3: Um, do you remember? Nick Swartzen, Jay Johnston. Wow. Um, Bob, I, I, Dave, yeah. Dave did a couple of things on there. Um, so, because of, anyway.
1: And was that because of, like, Largo, like you were doing stuff and Bob yeah. identified you and said, hey, would you come and do this pilot with
3: yeah. us? Yeah, yes, that's exactly. Wow. He, he's the one who really got me on on TV. <laughs> oh, oh man. Oh man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh.
2: And so when you were you say you were doing videos before the internet. What, what 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 does that mean? Like you'd you'd literally like make short little movies on VHS tapes and send them yeah, around.
3: Yeah, uh, of me as different characters interviewing bands. Uh
2: <laughs> no way. and then you would make a really? bunch of copies of those tapes and send out
3: multiple yeah. tapes or Yeah, oh just like God. like records or something like I would make dubs of these videos. Do you have
1: an agent or anything like that at that
3: time? No, 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 no. I was no just way. a drummer. Oh yeah. Nobody. Nothing. I love that you are a drummer. I'm
2: such a drum fan and freak. I wish I knew how to play. I I play my steering wheel all the time, but I can't Well, I can, what is that? It's called independence, right? Where your your the bass drum goes at a different time as the hi-hat and I can't separate
3: those. not First me nuts. of all, it's never too late. Yeah. And it's supposed to be a fun instrument. So all that stuff about it being like so precise and stuff, it doesn't matter.
1: Fred, it's it's not so Fred. You're surprising your drummer because you you do have the, maybe the the best one of the better timing of of anybody around. So it it always <laughs> oh, added geez. up to me. I mean that in a way. Like that, I've always thought that like. Oh yeah, there's something musical about Sean. You're the same way. You're very musical. Like you understand rhythm and you know all that kind of stuff. And well, they're
0: very closely connected. Music and comedy. Yeah, explain it. Oh, uh, I'm so yeah, sorry no. that it sure so so cuts oh, you. Hold on, hold on. Really sure we're rolling. No, okay. one second while yeah. I get this no, in. That's no, uh, So with rhythm, just uh-huh. like one, two, three, four. Yeah, no, sure.
2: Man,
1: so
0: boring. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh,
2: Fred, Fred a <laughs> f- favorite drummer of all time, John Bonham. Great choice great choice um, good,
1: good oh yeah that's a, that's a great choice and favorite band the Beatles right I mean what no, the fuck man hey, come <laughs> on what the fuck what <laughs> is sorry, this
2: sorry guys I'm really not asking great questions what, what is this
1: oh, favorite movie
2: Favorite movie, The
3: Godfather. What? Godfather, what? Yeah.
2: So what? Guys, I apologize. This is
3: non-information. This is non-information. <laughs> um, wait, Fred. Citizen
1: Kane's the greatest movie of all time. Okay, well, thanks a lot, man. <laughs> and there's our show.
3: Favorite director, Scorsese. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that.
2: <laughs> hey, listen, not a lot of people know John Bonnet is. Fred, do you, play, <laughs>
3: do you
0: play something other, no, um, other I, than the drums? Or no, just drums? My
3: favorite drummer, I would say... I have to ignore your questions, Sean. I have to. Yeah, no, I get yeah, it. Sean, you <laughs> got no, to shut up, guy. That's
0: okay. I'm crossing them off as I I don't they don't need to be answered. I just have I'm legally I like obligated really have
3: you really have a, really have a, a pencil. pencil. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's, <laughs> my favorite drummer uh I'd say it's uh, Clem Burke from Blondie and then uh Keith Moon. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh
1: yeah. Sure. Sure. Keith Moon
2: Keith
3: Moon from what? The, the who.
2: who. You Oh yeah. Philistine.
3: Yeah. And also, do I play anything else? I play some guitar and some bass. Sure. Okay, that's great. That
0: See, you answer the question. Will
2: Arnett Will Arnett plays the air bass. You ever seen Will play the oh, air I do bass? really well. Really well. Are you guys musicians? You guys are musicians, right? Sean is. Sean is. Sean is. Go ahead, Sean. Sean, what do you play?
1: Sorry, do you consider uh, musical theater um, to fall in that category? Yeah. Hey, you sang in the movie.
3: You sang in the rocker.
1: Yeah. I know, I sang. I did. I sang in the movie. How about that? In the rocker. Hang on a second. Well, I want to hear.
2: Well, I've never heard you sing. Let me just just do Happy Birthday for a second.
1: It's terrible. But Fred would. Fred came in and he plays the bassist in the rocker, and he kept doing this gross move that all those bands used to do, where he would spin around with the fucking bass, and it would make me. It would always take me out of it because it would make me laugh so hard. My favorite thing that
2: you do, Will, when you do air bass, is not only will you will you tune it right, so you bring the the hand up on top and tune, and then back on, and everything. But then you do this thing where you go okay, and then you know how the bass player always catches the eyes catches of the, the eye, lead singer. Lead singer, and then it's a double double knee bend. So he's just yeah.
1: chilling, right? He's chilling, right? He's playing bass with the band, and then all of a sudden, the the lead singer happens to kill, middle song, give him one, and he just goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you
2: then know. he does basically like a curtsy, double <laughs> knee yeah. curtsy. Yeah. Uh, no,
1: no, no. So Freddie, so you get, so you get, you do the sketch show with Bob and those guys, and then you you get enough tape together to submit to SNL. Yeah. and you audition in L.A. for SNL, or you go to New York first? New York. So you go to New York. Lauren doesn't see you in L.A. You just go to New York. Go to New York. And
0: had that been a dream of yours to be on the show? Like, had you always been like, oh, my God, i killed kill to be on Saturday Night Live, or was it just, like, another audition?
2: Or did you have sexy indifference?
0: No,
3: it was more like I always loved SNL. I loved it. So it was just, like, it was so mind-blowingly crazy of an idea that I was thrilled, right. but it wasn't even in my no pressure because it really like this 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 ain't gonna happen that's exa- exactly what it was like yeah. i was like i was thrilled enough to be in at that studio auditioning because i, I yeah. you know I was still yeah. kind of like it, i was only a couple years away from having been a drummer in a band so i was like oh i'm at nbc they paid for my plane ticket right. this is right. crazy <laughs> right. i got a free plane ticket <laughs> and then I, I think it really did help me relax in the audition. Yeah, where I, I I felt like this is uh, incredible. But the first one was um at UCB, and then it was at the studio, like they started- UCB
1: on Twenty Sixth Street uh, under the tennis bubble. That yeah. one, yeah,
3: no, no, it was it was the one before that one.
1: Oh, the one on Twenty Second. Yeah, before they got kicked out of there. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you were. One of my favorite things about when Fred was on SNL, apart from just being a delight and being hilarious, and I loved seeing him all the time.
3: Well, you're so nice, thanks,
1: buddy. But I was Fred knew all the musicians too, and so they all knew Fred, so that it would always be like Fred would be like, "Oh, hey, do you know Jeff Tweedy?" And I'd be like, "No, I don't," and uh, okay. but I'm really happy to talk, be talking with him from Wilco, or you knew all the guys from like the Shins, or you knew that you know what I mean, like you knew all those guys. That was kind of your world a little bit and yeah. kind of it was and SNL was like a f- weird sort of crossroads of kind of both you know your past and and your present in a way. Yeah. Did you ever get
2: involved in the booking of those of the bands? Did they ever did they ever take your suggestions or your advice at all?
3: Oh, only um later, just like yeah. in in mentioning a band to them, but um not I don't think during my run there really. It was only like towards the end. Where it it was I was a little more loose about recommending bands and I stuff. wonder
2: what that process is I wonder how much of that is like influence from labels or
3: what, mm-hmm. like how they go about picking it's it. really weird I it's it's a lot of it is like mysterious yeah but some of it is just like a weird timing thing of like this seems right right, right now
2: yeah like yeah. the hosts right
3: it, and it's not even necessarily having a hit it's just like a weird timing thing of like they are in the ether right now and in just the right way yeah Yeah. about to break or something
0: yeah Yeah. and then you learn a lot of people learn about them from that show yeah
3: i always did i always watched snl i and i still do i watch it all the time i never miss an episode i love it wow
0: that's great is there somebody on there right now that you particularly find extra talented or
3: oh man i really love this cast Mm-hmm. I think uh, Beck Bennett is really funny. Heidi gardner yeah, yeah. they okay. they are all. I, I, it's such a th- cliche thing to say, but they are all great. Yeah. They, yeah, you know, someone in the cast will come up with some sketch or something on Update that is just is incredible. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love that show.
1: Was that your favorite part? Doing getting to kind of because you did a lot of sketches, but going to do characters on Update—that's where you. I, I feel like you were not a lot of people can pull it off, and it was something that you seemed to enjoy a lot. Like, it looked like you really enjoyed doing those characters on Update.
3: Yeah, it was that was kind of like... It was just an easy way in, where I didn't have to explain it, and also where a whole sketch didn't have to lean on me. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I think that's also, like... I also don't think I have that kind of energy to be the center of a sketch like that. You know, some people have that energy where they can really, like, hold it together, but I think for me it worked out a little better on update where it's it's a shorter amount of time and mm. it's just the character being you know crazy and in, in his own have home. you
0: always wanted to be that have you always wanted to be kind of like part yes. of an ensemble and something never like the leading guy out in front all the time no no no
3: that it's it's that's a it's like a really comfortable spot for me it's yeah. the drummer mentality Right. And it is very much like being a drummer. It's like yeah. same kind of thing, you know, in the back but still making a lot of noise and hitting yeah. cymbals and stuff. But, but you know, nothing without the rest of the band. I just prefer it.
1: But then you leave – so then you leave SNL after like 11 years, I want to say? Yeah. yeah. And you and you and Kerry Brownstein uh, create Portlandia, which yeah. was kind of – a,
4: first of all, a phenomenal
1: show. We talked about it at the top of the show here, but it's such a phenomenal show. So funny, Fred. And oh, thanks, man. Yeah, you got. I mean, you got to. It was a great way for you to kind of. It was almost like a natural progression of doing your characters that you do on Update, and then going and, in, in, I guess, just kind of beating them out a little bit more and giving them a little air and. But it does go sort of counter to that thing. Like you, you, you and Carrie ca- carried that show together. But mm-hmm. it was really important for you were front and center. Like you, you know, every virtually every scene of every show, for the most part.
3: Yeah, but we split it. At least we split, as opposed to it yeah. just being like, yeah. just me.
1: Talk about it, your your relationship with Carrie in in that. So how did you how did you and Carrie sort of come together? Yeah, and because she. Carrie, uh, uh, Carrie Brownstein, of of course, fantastic musician in uh, you know she's been the band Sleater Kinney for a long time, an incredible band. And then how was it that she all of a sudden? Yeah, how did you guys meet? Yeah, how did you guys create?
3: Well, in the nineties, Sleater Kinney, or they still are my favorite band, and I knew the drummer Janet Weiss, so I knew Janet in the in the late nineties, and would stay in touch with her and stuff. And then when in the early two thousands. Uh, Sleater-Kinney came to play in New York. I couldn't go to the show because of SNL, but I was like, why don't you come to the party instead? And I met Carrie at this party. We already knew each other, kind of. Like, we knew a lot of the same people. You know, the band is from Portland. And it was just this immediate thing where I just knew we were going to be friends. I was like, this is going to be... I just know it. And it turned out to be true. Like, we just... It was an immediate thing. And I would go visit her in Portland and... It was a thing of like, I didn't want to be like, let's start a band. It's such a, you know, it's so expected. Yeah. Like, yeah, we put out a single. So I was like, let's, why don't we just shoot some videos and just put them online? And that's how we started doing it. So we would do them in Portland and we just put them up on this site and all of a sudden, we had enough of these videos. Some of it was like the the feminist bookstore and oh, yeah. all kinds of oh, stuff. And so uh, the, those, those sort of they ended up being on the show. We had enough to like make a pilot. So when my manager was like, what, "What's the next thing you want to do?" Is I was like, "I have enough of these videos. Why don't we just turn this into a show?" And then we pitched it. And
2: was that the first time she was on camera acting and stuff like that? Like, how did was she comfortable with all that stuff?
3: She's done a couple little. Thing, little I mean like I she did a commercial once and but I guess a sketch comedy was like her first thing yeah
2: yeah wow. she wasn't looking to be an actor she was she was, no, she no, was a musician no. and so like when you said let's let's do something on camera did she did she balk at all
3: at that or no like, she for some reason it just seemed it made sense yeah also that we were in Portland you know
1: you're in Portland you guys have good chemistry I guess so that probably made her feel at ease right in that way like
3: yeah there were uh, also, there was like no pressure on it. It was, there was no goal. It was just like let's right. just make these videos that that we think are funny, and that'll be enough.
4: Mm-hmm. Right. And then
1: you guys and, were like, let's let's make this show, and let's give half half of the money to Lauren.
3: Let's give half of the money to Lauren. So nice I of still you. I still try to pay him. I still try to send him whatever. No way. Hell yes. <laughs> Always help always help.
2: (laughs) So, so when, so, so when, so when you started on SNL, was that the first time that you were spending significant time in New York city? And if so, how, how did you like the city? How did you like that life?
3: I'm originally from Long Island where like I was close enough to the city that we would, I would go in, you know, or my family would go in. Okay. Um, but living in Manhattan was great. I lived up on the Upper West Side and, um, that's where I am right now. I thought you lived in LA. And by the way, by the way, he's on the
1: upper west side and,
3: and I'm on Long Island. True story. Here you go. Are you really? Yeah.
1: Yeah. What are you doing on Long Island? Um in your childhood at home, we're making a documentary about your life. Oh wow. And it's it <laughs> So hearing. that's why we're doing the yeah, yeah, and it's so fucking we were just in your room. We te-
0: we do really long takes where we just let the film roll out. And we let the film roll oh, and, it, nice. and it's a lot
1: of like and it's just a lot of slow pans around your yeah. room because it's still intact. So we yeah. just a lot of like slow pans. Right, and we're going to have very little scores. So it's going to be quite dry. It's going to yeah. be quite dry.
3: Yeah. By the way, how great are documentaries in general? Can we talk about that?
2: Sure. Well, let's just go ahead and go into that subject. They're great. Um, what's your favorite documentary?
3: Yeah, uh-huh. they're all great. Uh-huh. I don't have. I don't do favorites with documentaries. I think they're all.
1: Oh, and, but then you did that other series that. But that, then you did documentary now, which shows yeah, how much, how much respect you really
3: have for documentaries. Uh-huh. How dare you, Fred? But, Jason, I feel like I Hi. skipped over. You were you were asking me a real question, and then I just did a bit. Well, you know, because Will started with, obviously, shitty research
2: saying that you uh, were born in Mississippi. And so I thought, well, New York City would probably be— No, that's true. Okay. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we'll oh. cut that out. No, we'll cut that out. We'll cut that out.
3: I was born there, and then my parents moved up to New York. So then I was raised on the It's called area. moving, Jason. It's called...
1: They, pe- people don't just stay... You're not like born here. Now you got to stay here forever.
3: <laughs> in Germany, you do, yes. In East Germany, yes, you stay uh, yeah, here forever. in Germany... For for sure. stars, oh, you're yeah, you're not you, going yeah.
1: anywhere. No, uh-huh. it'd be nice. You can look over if, you, if your window's high enough. Are those dirty
2: American Levi's you have
1: on?
3: Oh, or? where'd you get them? Oh, well, she got the Levi's. That's what we used to have to bring as presents jeans Levi's sure get
1: some cool jeans man hey look at look at this guy's got some cool jeans and he's kicking and he's got some some really nice Drakkar Noir okay here we are spitting out all the hits he's Germany's favorite record station
3: Falco Amadeus
1: uh oh you heard me I was playing Rock Me Amadeus I I heard yes
3: yeah, I heard and you were talking about waiting rooms and doctor's offices and I know Sean
1: Sean wants to get back into the waiting room Sean doesn't like to waste time in waiting rooms he likes I to, know, but uh,
3: what I don't understand is that Sean says he goes 15 minutes early, but like... No, 15 minutes later. Oh, late. But how do you even time that out? Because it's so difficult parking and like getting the right elevator and all that stuff. How do you time exactly that 15 getting minutes late? Getting the right
0: elevator. <laughs> really carefully.
3: <laughs> don't you feel like every doctor visit is like, where am I going?
0: Uh, no, because I go so frequently. <laughs>
3: yeah, are you guys sick? What's going on? Do you on?
0: go to
1: a lot? Do you go to the doctor a lot?
0: I do. I do. I, 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 uh, I like to check in all the time. How's my blood doing? How's my foot doing? How's my back doing?
2: Well, how, how, what, so are you, Sean, are you one of those guys that gets your, your annual physical every year? Uh, I don't wait probably that long. I
0: probably go a, a couple times a year. Just Come on now. Are you being out. serious? Are yeah, you being, being totally really? serious. Yeah. You're talking
2: about full blood panels and you're on yeah. the fucking uh, no. uh, treadmill and you got hoses on you well, and stuff? Well, how about this?
0: I went and he goes, have you been feeling tired? And I go, yeah, your, your thyroid
2: level is low. Oh, so I started you know, taking, This I guy started knows taking... he's got a live one on his hands. That's all. Oh, he's just going to drain you. Talk about uh-huh. second home. This guy <laughs> yeah. built a fucking. Yeah. Are you kidding? You know, you know my next patient. He's actually got a podcast <laughs> called the, about fucking hypochondria. And just oh, this guy yeah. is a cash cow. Yeah, exactly. make him wait fifteen sure. minutes and then bring him in to see
1: me. It's unbelievable. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, that's me. Uh-huh.
3: You're feeling tired? You get hungry? <laughs> Take some of this. You get hungry, huh? Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> sound right.
1: Are you finding yourself breathing a bunch? <laughs>
3: like sort of like oh. in through your nose
1: and out through the oh, mouth. It doesn't. No. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Sit down. God. Fred, are you, you're not a hypochondriac, I don't think.
3: I don't think I
2: am, no.
1: No. no. You don't strike me as.
2: What, what? What's anything wrong with you at all, Fred? Any anything you'd like to change about yourself? Mm, things hmm. that things that are bothering you.
3: I think I'm a people pleaser. I could I, that would be a good change. You'd like to care less.
1: Yeah. Show me one people that you've pleased. One that's I would, happy. I would love to meet them. I would love to meet them.
2: <laughs> one that feels satisfied.
1: <laughs> yeah. Is that when one people that's... go like I'm a people pleaser? I'm like no. Yeah. When when are you going to start? <laughs> what are you talking about? You yeah. haven't pleased people for. One that
2: feels <laughs> safe to vocalize
1: that. I also hate it when people go when people say this. People go you know. Uh, Believe me, nobody's going to be tougher on, on me than, than myself. And I always think, let me have a crack at it. <laughs> let me have a crack at it. Let me have a fucking crack at it.
3: Let me try. Let me try. Let I'll do it. I'll do uh. Knock you about it. Knock your back
1: We'll be right back.
2: And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the centurion lounge. Just a splash before you board the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at AmericanExpress.com/slash with Amex. Terms apply.
0: Smartless is sponsored by Allstate. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. The more safely you drive, the less you'll pay. I feel like I'm a safe driver. I am constantly, constantly aware of people to the left, to the right, to the front, and to the back of me. I'm always checking my mirrors. I pay attention to the road rules. Uh, I, I think I feel like I'm a really good, smart, safe, careful driver, like many of you. So I believe you shouldn't be paying the same auto insurance rate as those other drivers on the road that may be not as safe as you feel you are. Safe drivers like us should be saving money based on our everyday safe driving. So why would you want to pay a rate based on anyone else? Save with DriveWise in the Allstate app and only pay a rate based on you. It's just another way to save when you're in good hands with Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California? Subject to terms and conditions, rates vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for rating and your rate could increase with high-risk
4: driving. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B.
0: Fred, I have a really, really boring question. Oh, thank right. God! Who did you find funny when you were younger?
4: Is there a pamphlet you
2: use,
1: Sean? Benny Hill. I thought Benny Hill.
2: was Benny funny. Hill, really?
3: Yeah.
1: Huh.
3: When I was a when I was a kid, I'm saying when I was a kid.
1: Oh yeah, when you're like seven.
3: But then um, when you're a teenager, when you were like 1985. When I was a teenager, I, I watched uh, SNL, so it would be the, the Eddie Murphy years, where mm-hmm. I was yeah. sort of yeah. in, mm-hmm. uh a teenager, and then but there were still reruns from like. You know the Dan Aykroyd years and stuff. So it was like right in between.
1: How about when you were like in your twenties in those years where you're like thinking maybe I want to do this? Who are the people who are working like for me? Uh, for instance, I'll give you an example. When I remember in the '90s when I was living in New York and I saw Bob and David doing Mr. Show, yeah, and I thought. Fuck, that's great. I wish I could do that. Really? I wish I could be funny like that, like those guys. Wait,
2: so were you all super starstruck when, when Cross uh came on Arrested Development? Or or did, Who did, me? did yeah, or had you met him before?
1: No, I I, I we we had met before. I, I kinda knew him a little bit already. But but yeah, I mean I was, I was such a he knew that. I was such a huge fan of his and Bob's and yeah, of course, man. Like I was very cool.
3: Yeah. Larry Sanders was like that for me. Yeah. yeah. Where yeah. Yeah. when that show started, when I'd start seeing that, I'd go, what, what are they doing? What is that? What is this even called?
2: Yeah. yeah. You
3: know, it was just I agree. so great like
2: that. That whole n- no winking kind of thing. Yeah. Just like it was no one was asking for a laugh at all. And if they no. heard you laugh, they'd be offended. Yeah. Like, this is
1: serious shit. I don't mind if somebody winks at me, though. You know what I mean? I I'm know, just saying, Angel. like, on a, on a train. Sure. I don't mind, sure. like, if somebody... On a train. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if somebody, If I want to... I'm, I'm going to do it right now. Wink at me, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Fred's winking at... at By the, the way, you can really put people off if you if you say something and then you just start... And then you wink a little bit. <laughs> and then just, like... Just in the middle. I Because I, I do... I will wink at people and my buddy Josh will go, like, don't
3: fucking wink at me. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I wonder oh if God. winking died already. I wonder if it's about to
4: disappear. Uh, You know, I I'll,
2: I go through f- phases of it. I'll end up I'll wink for like a week or something like that and then and then I'll stop for a while. But I'll, I'll just involuntarily I, do kind of what you're talking yeah. about well. Sean, you
1: just, were just Sean, we just practicing. I was practicing winking because you know what? <laughs> God, you're
2: so stupid, Sean. Just oh trying to so see if you can do it with Sean both with eyes. I was
1: practicing. Quietly I was really the in my own head.
0: I was like, "Do I do that?" And I do do it. I do it to Scotty all the time. My husband Scotty, and I'll do it in the most gross, disgusting, despicable way yeah. possible. He'll be like, "Give some god." I, you know what? He, like, if we get in an argument in the middle of the argument, I go, "Everything's gonna be okay." Ew. And he fucking <laughs> hates
1: it. Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: So you do you know that to you enrage know been them. Been Most people out.
1: don't don't wink to
2: enrage people. What? Yeah, go ahead. I've I've been working on for on camera is the half wink, where you the, the lids never actually touch. It's uh-huh. just a little bit of like a, it's just <laughs> a little. It's like a little fissure yeah, that. I have, know exactly yeah. what you mean. Yeah. Both eyes or one eye? No, no, just the one. It's 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 mm. it's the cheesier cousin yeah, of right. the wink. Actually, right. if you can get cheesier, we you and don't, Jason, exactly. It's usually accompanied by like a mm, mm, or, mm. or just like a. Huh? Hmm? Okay. You know what I mean?
3: Is it ever so, done not sarcastically, like no. without
2: irony? I, I don't know how to do non-sarcastic humor. That's what I mean.
1: I want. That's what I don't mind if somebody the winks real me. wink. I think like is... a real wink on it. If you're on a train and somebody gives you a real wink, yeah. What did you say? Wank? Does that happen? A real no. In England, you get a real wink and in here you get a real wink. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if you no, I'm saying if you get a like if if you're like on a bus. Always on public transport. I'm just saying. (laughs) But if if you're in a, imagine if you're in a restaurant and you looked across and you were having dinner with somebody, you're having, Jason, you're having dinner with Amanda. Yeah. And you're sitting there and then you looked across and then there was another couple and they're having dinner and the guy just looked over at you and winked. Oh. Would you, (laughs) what would you,
2: (laughs) I would check my plate. Let's see. What the fuck is this guy talking? No, but have uh, have any of you actually ever winked at somebody to hit on them? The original purpose of the wink. No, I've never used it. No, no. that's
0: so gross. No,
2: right? Would that would that would that even work? And in, and if so, what year did that work last in?
1: I feel like winking went out right right after the release of Rod Stewart's Blondes Have More Fun." It was right after that. Mm-hmm. As soon yep. as that record came out, then took winking it took went out.
2: A lot of people can't wink with both eyes. You know, they, they, only that's one blinking. eye works for the wink. That's called blinking. Yeah, no, no, blinking. sorry. I mean, I mean, they can only wink with one eye. They, the other eye does not work for winking. I think it's made up. Fred, do
0: you love working?
2: Boy, that was smooth. Thanks, Sean. Thanks. Let's move on. Do you
0: do you love working? Because you work
3: all the time. Do you love it,
1: Fred? Are you a workaholic?
3: <laughs> I I do. I'm a workaholic, and I love working. <laughs> You do. I, I like my calendar to be filled. If if there's empty dates, I'm like, okay, what what can I figure out for? That? Are you being serious? Yeah, I yeah. I prefer to be working.
1: When was the last time you took like a like a vacation? I, I can't remember. Oh no,
0: vacation! Oh, you take a vacation?
1: What <laughs> just happened?
2: I'm uh, serious. Lay down, Sean. I, Elevate your ankles. Get them up over I your I literally heart.
1: thought somebody had hijacked our show. <laughs> I did, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I was trying to do my will. That was so weird. Sean, how long did the guy say the mushrooms were going to last? Did they, did they, I was trying to do my will. I'm it's not supposed to be me.
2: micro-dosing, not macro-dosing. I can't do impressions. Um, I like to work all the time, too. But yeah, I, I do, like really do really work. like my family. And I do, like, I do like to do zero as well. There's nothing mm-hmm. in between. Yeah, same. So I got I got problems.
3: What about traveling? Yeah, traveling, Jason. Traveling, travel.
2: You mean for vacation? Yeah, uh, I I don't as well. Uh, the 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 boring answer. I apologize. Is that my mother was a, a flight attendant um, when I was a kid growing up, so we flew mm-hmm. everywhere. I, I've been all over the world, but at an age before I could appreciate the cultural value of it. So it was just wait. So we're gonna fly away from my toys and my friends again. And I got to sleep in some weird place, so uh, I kind of have a bad taste in my mouth about uh, uh, travel and wanderlust and all that stuff. Um, so I'm not, I'm not the, I'm not the best person to ask about that.
3: Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Don't ever let anyone say that to you, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> You're the best person to ask. <laughs>
2: um, do you like
3: the traveling, Will?
2: I, I do. I certainly. Sean,
0: uh, I don't. I, I do not love it. No.
1: Sean travels. I feel like the last few trips, I I had to make him travel.
0: Yeah, I have to. I'm going to a trip to see uh, Will tomorrow,
2: actually. And it's an actual trip. Well, I'm going at the end of next week, Sean. You've been threatening to be there at the same time I'm going to be there. Are you going to? I can't.
1: What do you mean you can't? They're both coming to see me in the next week. Are they really? Sean and Scotty are coming out tomorrow. And then Jason... And the kids and Amanda are coming next week. Sean, why are you why are you not gonna be there when I'm I there? have to go back for
0: work to yeah. LA, so I can't why? stick around. Because of yeah. work, you yeah. see?
1: Yeah. Now, Freddie, so like you go to New York you go to London for a week, which right now is a pain in the ass because I'm sure there are a lot of protocols and shit you have to go through before you start work, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, it looks
0: like you're still at the airport. Are you still like in a room oh, in an airport? No,
3: I'm at my I'm at my hotel. Okay. I swear to God. I'm not you. at the airport. Believe, oh God. my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not. Why would I lie? I'm I at a problem. hotel. <laughs> I believe you. I'm in quarantine. I'm, I'm not allowed to leave. They're still in quarantine here. Oh,
2: okay. you're not allowed to leave the hotel for a little
3: while? I'm not allowed to he- leave the hotel. For how
2: long? Five days. Wow, my God. So, what do you literally have to stay in the hotel room for five days? Yep. Tell us what you've been doing. You
3: can't even go outside. I'm trying to memorize my lines. Huh? You, you
2: you need five days to
3: memorize a week of lines? I, I, it take I it takes me a little extra work. You're not good at that, huh? I think I'm not. I think I'm okay. I'm okay if I keep practicing it. But I am not like it, I don't pick it up that easy. I so you
2: would like... you would always use the cards
3: on SNL? You'd never get off book at all? No, we're not we're not supposed to. Not supposed to. You're supposed to look right at the cards. So that you look like you're looking at the other person. Right, but what if
2: if you learn your lines and you can look at the
3: person? It changes too often. Yeah. yeah. It changes too often. Right. Uh, from dress rehearsal to air, it, without fail, everything just gets changed.
1: Right. Wow. Yeah. God, Jason, you know less than Tracy from Wisconsin. <laughs> no, I'm just I am I'm just thinking back to the the when I was there at but I, How many times you've hosted SNL and you and how many times have we gone to SNL together?
2: You're right. It does it does change quite a bit.
1: Yeah, it changes and then what do you want to do? You want to put Wally? You want to want to put Wally out of work? Huh? You want Wally? Yeah, Hold Come on. Come have come the- on. Oh, oh, Wally's kids don't need braces. Okay, that's cool. Oh, Wally doesn't need to pay his mortgage. Where to go? He didn't need a house. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, Wally. Why would Wally need a house? This kids are only raining. It's only rain, Jason. Does <laughs> rain bother? Why, why, should, why would rain bother him? Mean, he's a human. He's a living organism on the planet. Rain should give him uh, nourishment.
2: That place is such a special spot. My God, I Wally. Yeah, it really I just is. I Love it. Yes,
3: I it love is. it so much.
1: I do text with Wally sometimes, by the way. You do?
3: Yeah. Oh, I thought
0: you made that name up. That's a real person. No. Oh, no, no. no, he's
3: the, he's the guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's got like a whole system that, like, now his, the people who worked for him do Seth's show
0: or, you know. Um, Fred, did I miss what? Did we talk about at the top? What, what, why are you in London? What is the project you're working on there? I'm
3: working on a show uh, that Matt Berry does, the British. Oh, that's British right. Canadian. You said that. Sorry. And it's a show called Toast of London.
1: Okay, toast. Oh, 100. so you oh, they're doing another season of it.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's great. It's so funny. It's so funny. That's um, great. So, who, uh, yeah, who I've, else? Yeah, I've, I've just been re- reading my lines. Who else is in it? I'm not sure. I think R- Rashida's doing something. I was
1: like actually going to say, who else are you going to see when you're there, like once, you,
3: once they break you out? Oh, I don't know yet. I, I don't know yet, but I really love it here, for real. I really yeah, really same, do. I same, love London. Same
1: same same.
2: So you're in the room for 5 days. So it's all room service and yeah. and and learning your lines and is there some TV watching or is there some reading? You know,
3: I tried and I watched a little bit of TV and it just made me sleepy. It was great, okay. but it was like a lot of reality TV.
2: So then what are you doing? Are you are you a
3: reader? Do you read books or do you are you making music? Um that's such a good question. Why do I feel <laughs> like I've I feel like I've been communicating a lot. I feel like I've been and emailing have, and texting. So sure. a, a lot of that kind of stuff. This was like my big event for today, no joke. Yeah. The, my, okay. my whole yeah. day was like, this is my thing. Okay, uh, I'm build a day around that. I did bring my guitar. I brought my guitar. Okay, great. Well, you want to play can us, can us a play little play something? A little working on anything? Well, I, brought, I have this like little travel guitar that I have. And then I, yeah. s- I took it out of the room because I was like, Does any, like, is there anything worse than seeing that someone's got like... A guitar in
2: the room. Yeah, it's always in the background. Of it's uh, always in the background.
3: Yeah, but I have this little travel guitar that I brought yep. with me. And oh, look at that! Oh, look but it that thing. looks That's like cute. this. But then there's like no head to it. Yeah, Sounds oh. cool. yeah. Teeny. so it's always in tune. There it is. Okay, so we've
2: got we've got we've got a great theme song for Smartless. Um, but uh, if we were to have a second best uh, theme tune for Smartless, mm-hmm. yeah. um, it probably would go like.
3: Uh, you probably want. You know, your audience, you want them on their feet.
2: Yeah. You want them jumping up on their feet.
3: You want them clapping their hands. Energy, yeah. So it's very sort of, you just want the rhythm. Yeah. Hey, 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 get up. Hey, 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 get up. Get up. Welcome, listener. Get up. Again, again, and again. I say get up. Get up. Again, and again, and again. Jump up and down. And then
2: that's it. That's great. I think um, you just,
3: yeah, no melody, just, ch- 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 just a little. I think it's right, great. Where
2: it's just like your ears are bleeding and you're like, God, I just, no matter what they're talking about on this podcast, it's going to be better than this. Yeah.
1: What music are you listening to right now, Sha- uh, um, Freddie? What are, you, what are you listening to?
3: I There's a band I really love called Deaf Rain. <laughs> Man, they're terrible. D-E-F, it's
1: so funny you brought them oh, up. Oh, go to no, hell. You know what? D- oh, you know no, what? no, no. Let's, <laughs> let's hear
3: it. Okay. Let's hear you know it.
1: Deaf Rain. <laughs>
3: I've never heard D-E-F, them. D-E-F. R A I N like like rain like uh-huh. what Will was talking Def about
2: rain. before Def Rain and Def what rain. kind of, what kind of music do they make
3: They're uh, a duo from Dallas and it's like spooky uh I I'd say kind of electronic but it's very spooky
2: That's cool
0: And I love mm-hmm. it I'm going to look him up Def mm-hmm. Rain
3: Where do you Fred where do you fall on uh, where do you
1: fall on Duran Duran
3: mm-hmm. I'm a big oh, Duran God. Duran guy You sure are Will I think uh I think they were really um revolutionary in bringing new romantic music to mtv to the masses there we go like no other i don't think any other band succeeded like they did they were a real new romantic band i think john taylor is a great bass player yep i like that most of their the band members are like sort of intact they have like most of the guys yeah and i think that like the early like early days of synth like they are the ones who like brought it to top 10
1: oh god I just want to go sailing with Simon LeBon, who's kidding? Uh, <laughs> who's kidding? Yeah. It can happen. Make that happen for sure. Um, so Freddie, so now you're there during this show with Matt Barry. You've yeah. done you kind of it kinda of wanna get back to what Jason was saying. Like you did Portlandia, you killed it. Like what what for you would be the thing that you feel like you haven't done yet in comedy anyway, that you would that would be like, Oh, that's something I I really want to go and and tackle.
3: I would say doing something <clears throat> in a foreign language. Mm. But uh but really doing something in a foreign language.
1: Like really doing like it. Like
3: in, uh-huh. in 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 Farsi, something in Farsi. Wow. Where <laughs> it's not like a, a, where it's like not, you know, it's not like a the joke of it isn't that I'm speaking Farsi. Right. It's like no, that right, like right. it's it's yeah. like a, a re, something and that takes place And why do you place, want to do that?
2: Because of the challenge of it?
3: Yeah, like something that takes place in Tehran and Mm-hmm. because yeah, because of the challenge of it, yeah uh well,
2: assuming that's serious uh aside yeah, that's from, serious okay, aside from that though, what just generally in uh with your career with the acting with the writing, with the producing and so are you is your sort of um are you looking to uh, escalate things at, 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 like is, is your is your is your internal clock going? Okay, what what could be? next or, or are you happy to just kind of just live, keep things as is? I want to be fed. I want to be housed. I want to be happy. I just want to cruise along. Or or are you are you the type of person that's looking to this could lead to this could lead to that? And the, uh, toward...
1: how strong is your ambition?
3: It's a combo of the two. In that none of my aspirations as I was going along were. Mm-hmm. Ever that grand, anyway. It was Portlandia was always like this is this is fine. It doesn't have to be on a huge network. Right. So, um, but it still was. uh, But it still was very satisfying. So it's like a combo of the two. Of like, I like this pace. Hmm. This is feeling really. I'm you know every day. Every day seems to be something exciting. I'm in London or, you know, Italy or something. And then um, and then I do. I just. I honestly do like the idea of something completely. Um, foreign to me, yeah. Something like in another language. Something, uh, something that like I, I I haven't done before. So like a, a mix.
2: Let me ask it a different way. What if a ma- If you, if you were part of something that became uncontrollably massive, yeah. And you couldn't walk down the street, but you had.
1: You don't mean like elephantitis? Yeah. You yeah. A project. <laughs> you mean a project? Yeah.
2: yeah. I'm just saying. Okay. Well, how would you if you had a massive of, of um, amount of uh what, what, what people would call success. How, yeah. how, what, 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 would that be a happy thing? Would, or would that make you uncomfortable? Oh, yeah, that would would no, you be no, like, no. God damn it, I can't go to the market anymore.
3: No, I'd be like, oh, how nice that things turned out this way. Who knew? Uh-huh. Who knew? I sometimes yeah. think about that with um, Bob Odenkirk, with the fact yeah. that Better Call Saul was so huge. It had nothing to do with what his plan was, you know? Yeah. He was, you know, doing sketch comedy and all this other stuff. And like, it seemed, I like that, that sort of surprise.
2: Right, and you, do you think you'd be able to adapt to that? Yeah, sure.
1: Yeah. Oh, right. are you kidding? Fred can't wait to not be able to go to the market. He's like, yeah. I hate markets. He hates fucking. <laughs> yeah. Fred, I just figured yeah. it out. I figured it out. We have to do a comedy, and we both have to do it in Germany, where we play guards, Stasi border oh, yes. guards. it's
2: all in subtitles. Yes,
1: right? it's like checkpoint, and then we and it's called checkpoint Charlie's. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. And we're just two border guards and, and we live in uh, East Berlin.
3: Maybe <laughs> we could do it where like um, we both find out that uh, we're supposed to spy on each other. Yeah, yes. So like, really- oh, you're like, oh, you're my guy? Oh, I'm your guy. Oh, okay, I got to look
2: in your fridge. Send me some shots of your fridge. That's
3: actually really funny.
1: <laughs> That's really good, right? I mean, <laughs> if you're listening out there, feel free to call either of our reps and Fred and I will we'll take a meeting. And then
0: the and then the scene would be like, where are you going? I don't know where are you going.
3: Nice. No, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, you you seem to know where I'm going. it Seems yeah. to be so yeah. important to you. What do you want a map?
1: What's on your What's on your sandwich? Uh, you don't <laughs> want to. You, you have plenty of
3: mayo at home. I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't use any. There a camera over the fridge? Oh? There's a camera Ooh. here. Camera there. No huh? camera there. <laughs> <laughs> but one we'll take one camera Yeah. By the way, for a police force, that's pretty cool. Stasi. How come we Stasi. don't have that? It's not as good as I know. Checkpoint
2: Chaz is, but, Why, don't, why you know. don't
1: we have a domestic uh, uh, intelligence network? You know what I mean? I mean, we—it's like we get kind of like robbed of all that kind of shit over here. You know what I mean? We don't have like cool like like domestic intelligence services that are like watching us and stuff. You know I mean? no. Not one of them. Uh-uh. No, I know. It's like it's yeah. like because we talk about the American experience, but we've been like, give like, it to us, it. like let us have it. You know I mean? <laughs> so anyway, we <laughs> take Freddie. <laughs> Fuck! So great to have you on the show, man. No,
2: I mean, yeah, no, don't yeah. End it. Let's talk. Let's we just did
1: bits.
3: Let's talk. When's your birthday? Oh yeah, you got any pets? When's no pets. Birth? No When's pets. When's yeah. your birthday?
2: How about favorite colors? Sean, Sean did Sean. You didn't get to the favorite color question. I did see. There's
3: a beautiful color I saw maybe a month ago. <laughs> Where were you? Where were you?
4: Jesus Christ. You guys should check it out. It's <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful.
0: <laughs> um, Fred, I want to say something. I don't know when I'm ever going to see you again. Hopefully soon when you're back in L.A. or something. I hope we Are can you dying, Sean? Holy shit. Yeah, what's Whoa. going on? <laughs> I always wanted to say this, that you are truly, truly one of the funniest people, and I just think you are so incredibly talented.
3: Good Whoa. Sean. Oh, well it's mutual, Sean. That's yeah. really, really nice. You are the tip
1: top, Fred. You really are Fred. Fred used to do this bit down on uh on at eight H and at SNL, and he'd go he'd walk around and he'd pretend he was like an intern and he'd go, I'm the only one that's normal around here. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: You <laughs> to fucking make me laugh so hard. <laughs> <That is enormous. laughs> Freddie, you're the funny... You're, I love you guys. I love you. I love your show a lot. You're the
1: comedian's comedian. You're the comedian's comedian. You really are. Everybody loves you, and you're the... For good reason, you're the fucking funniest, and you're such a lovely guy, and thank you for saying yes. Yeah. And uh, uh, I can't wait to see you again soon, hopefully, and uh, Thanks, all you the guys, best. and
3: hope you have a good visit with each other. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Thanks, pal. Thank you pal. Have fun, Freddie. Uh, we love you, Freddie. Bye. We
2: love you. We love, love you. We love, love, love you. What a kind, funny, yeah. talented man. He
0: really is. I mean, like I meant what I said. Nice going,
2: Will. <sighs> nice
0: going. I just—he's one of those. I love. He was on my list too to be on the show.
1: He's always got a really great bit too. Like he'll come. You—you—you you you can have not seen him for three years, and he'll come up and will go, hey, can I ask you something really <laughs> like, yeah, he'll it's just like a, no time has passed. Yeah, and he's always got a bit, and but he's such a sweetheart of a guy. Yeah, he is. Oof. Fred did this thing when we were doing that rocker thing. He walked up one day, they had a bunch of bottles of water, and he just grabs a bottle of water and he goes, nice budget, and then walks away. <laughs> 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 but he always, and he's got, you know, when he was on SNL, he did... I don't know, 30 different characters that he would yeah. bring onto. uh uh... I loved when he did Prince. He would always,
2: he would always whisper him to me.
1: Prince. I do love like, Nicholas Fane that political, God, that thing made me... It's like stuff that, that he love. would
2: do with Kristen Wiig all the time, too. It's so clear that they had just this great, great, this chemical reaction together, yeah, yeah, you know, that would
0: sure. just... He's going down in history as one of the greats from Saturday Night Live. For sure. I agree. All I agree. of the decades. Yeah. I agree. Great.
1: He 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 did a sketch about a guy who's got a one man show that is one of the most <laughs> cringe worthy and slash hilarious <laughs> sketches. That. Oh my god! Immediately look up Fred Armisen one man show. It's one of the funniest things you'll ever watch. For me, it is. It absolutely destroys me. That's
2: well. That's why I was asking. Like, do you miss being in that? In that weekly lab, I feel. I feel like you know why though. Why don't we? I, I, I'm mad we don't get to see that. I every know.
1: Single that, that's week. how I feel. But I, here's. Well, that's kind of what I was saying though. But I don't think he misses it because he does it all day. So he does it with everybody. I he, guess he I meets. was saying
2: uh, I miss it. Yeah, I miss yeah. seeing what comes out of his head each week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah of course, because it's brilliant. I remember him one time texting Amy saying, "Hey, I can't make this stand up." I'm supposed to do a stand-up gig in Dallas next week, and I can't or Austin. I can't make it. Here's the thing, and he sent all the details, including the travel times, the person to meet, here when the shows are, and then he writes, "Thanks so much." <laughs> 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 Super detailed flight numbers, everything. I can't make it. Can you do it for me? Thank you. Fuck.
2: <laughs> Hilarious. That he is so funny. Oh my God! I just got a text from. Him. Oh my God, guys! I just got a real life text from Fred. Oh, you did? Nice. Yeah. Oh no, I'm floating.
1: Oh my God! And that, you know what? You got a text from me. You know why? You know why that is? Because that's go. a bye, bye product. Product of the, oh, show, of the, show. Good bye. Of the show. Bye. Bye. Smart. Smartless is 100% organic and artisanally handcrafted by Michael Grant Terry, Rob Armjarv, and Bennett Barbico. If you like Smartless, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com/survey.
4: Today, hip-hop dominates pop culture, but it wasn't always like that. And to tell the story of how that changed, I want to take you back to a very special year in rap. 88, it was too much good music. The world was on fire. fire. Yeah.
3: I'm Will Smith. This is Class of 88, my new podcast about
1: the moments, albums, and artists that inspired a sonic revolution and secured 1988 as one of hip-hop's most important years. We'll talk to the people who were there. And most of all, we'll bring you some amazing stories. You know what my biggest memory from that tour is? It was your birthday. Yes, and you brought me the shot
4: Life-size, <laughs> Hardboard cutout.
1: <laughs> this is Class of 88, the story of a year that changed hip-hop.
4: Follow Class of 88 on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts.